Today we'll read a lengthy section of scripture and discuss what it means and how it applies to our lives. It is my hope that God will speak to you through these words and bring you closer to him. I am blessed to have this opportunity to speak with you and I thank you so much for being with me today. Our sponsor today is Mi Tierra. Mi Tierra is located at 4304 Old North Carolina 75 in Oxford, North Carolina. Their number is 919-612-1894. Mitiera is real, authentic Mexican food made with real ingredients. Mitiera is not fast food. They have real food prepared for you right there. Again, they're on 4304 Old North Carolina 75 in Oxford. Stop by and have a bite. Today's scripture selection is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. 12 through 14, 20 through 23, and 42 through 45. The King James Version reads as follows. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you First of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that he was seen of James, then of all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me also, as one born out of due time. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain? And your faith is also vain. But now is Christ risen from the dead, and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, afterwards they that are Christ's at his coming. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption, it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. 
is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, The first man Adam was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the freedom and the ability to discuss your word and enjoy your presence. Help us to understand your word and your will for our daily lives more fully. We ask that you bless this discussion of your word, that it will speak to someone who needs to hear from you. We ask that you will use these words to bring someone closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verses for today are foundational. Our Christian faith is based on Jesus having died, having been buried, and having risen from the grave, having defeated death. By trusting in him and living for him, we die to the world and to our flesh and are reborn as new people in Jesus Christ. Our faith is based on these facts. Without them, we have nothing. Paul makes this very clear in today's verses. So let's get right to it. The first section of today's text, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1-8, through 8, reads, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. And that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that he was seen of above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present. But some have fallen asleep. After that he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and last of all he was seen of me also, as one born out of due time. This section makes six main points. Jesus Christ died for our sins, he was buried. He was in the grave for three days. He rose from the grave on the third day. It can be proven through many, many witnesses. And lastly, all of this was predicted centuries ago. We so often hear that Jesus died for our sins. We hear it so often that it becomes almost background noise. It's very easy for us as Christians to feel that in order to become stronger in our faith, we need to move on from this and learn more about other parts of the Bible. Memorize scriptures, learn about the minor prophets, and so on. But if we move on from Jesus' death and neglect the facts surrounding his death, we are moving away from the foundation of our entire faith. It is an easy thing to do as seasoned Christians and a tendency that Paul addresses here. Jesus died for us, falsely accused and without complaint. There is no doubt that Jesus lived, that he died, that he was placed in a borrowed grave for three days. These are historical facts. Paul is addressing the only part of this that the world wants to deny, that Jesus rose on the third day. We all die. But consider Lazarus. Lazarus died and was also raised from the grave. He rose from his grave at Jesus' command but from that point forward, he lived and died as an ordinary man. 
Jesus rose from the grave by the power of the Father, but did not live as an ordinary man. Jesus rose as we will, with power. Jesus was seen by many people who then served as eyewitnesses to the doubters of that day that Jesus was truly alive. The fact that Jesus did what he did is amazing enough. But Paul points out that these events were also foretold centuries in the past. And this is the foundation of our faith. The second section of today's text, verses 12 through 14, and verses 20 through 23, reads, Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain? And your faith is also vain. But now is Christ risen from the dead, and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterwards they that are Christ at his coming. This section has three points. Death came through Adam, the first man. Life came through Jesus, the last Adam. And without the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ, our faith would be in vain. This reminds me of baptism. We are all born in flesh, just as Adam was, and we all struggle with this life because of our flesh. In baptism, we symbolically die to our flesh. We are submerged into a watery grave and are then raised up anew in Jesus. This section emphasizes not only the foundational principles of our faith, but also the fact that, in Jesus Christ, we are a new people and can move beyond our simple flesh and be so much more than that. We are new with a new point of view, a new relationship, and through the Holy Spirit, new abilities. We have moved away from the world and into the family of Jesus Christ. The last section of today's text, verses 42 through 45, reads, So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. This last section focuses on what we are. It compares our current natural bodies with our future spirit bodies. Our current bodies are dirty, almost worthless, other than as spare parts for other people's bodies, and will eventually go back to the earth that it came from anyway. However, our spirit bodies will be raised in power. The first Adam was a body, like our current body, but the last item, Jesus, was made a quickening spirit, as we will also be when we rise to be like him. Here Paul moves from the present situation to the future that we are promised as Christians in Jesus Christ. The future when we will no longer be limited by our flesh in the way it pulls at us. This is wonderful and amazing and something I wonder about sometimes. I feel that there is so much that we will understand and so much that we will experience at that time. Being in the actual presence of Jesus Christ is difficult to consider. 
It is just too big. It's just too awesome. But in the meantime, we have work to do. We are new people in Jesus, and we are no longer of this world, but we are still in this world, and we need to reach out to others and bring them into this journey with us. We Christians are saved. We need to reach out to others and bring them into this amazing journey so that they might also be saved. Keeping in mind that we are not better than anyone else, we as Christians should be very much aware of how unworthy we are and allow this awareness to lead us to humility so that we can, in humility, share our journey with others and lead others to Jesus Christ. Paul points out that we will be raised in power in Jesus Christ. As Christians, we already have the power of the Holy Spirit within us. And with great power comes great responsibility, the responsibility to further the kingdom of God. So take the time today to share the knowledge of Christ with someone close to you. That concludes our scripture discussion for today. Thank you for spending this time with me, talking about, learning about, and enjoying Christ. It's my hope that God has used my words to touch you today and has brought you closer to him. Please contact me if you wish to have further information about Christ. Please email me at blackhatradio at zohomail.com. Call or text me at 832-377-044. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I would like to once again thank our sponsor, Mitiera, located at 4304 Old North Carolina 75 in Oxford, North Carolina. Their number is 919-612-1894. They are family-owned and operated. At Mitiera, you'll find real, authentic Mexican food made with real ingredients and lots of love. Stop by and have a bite. You'll be glad you did. I'm Kirk Royster, and it has been a privilege to talk with you today. If you would like to respond to anything I've said here today, please leave a voicemail or text at 832-377-0044 or email me at blackheadradio at zohomail.com with Christ's quarter in the subject line. One more day. One more day. That he has blessed me. The Lord has blessed me. I want to thank you. Another day. For another day, Lord. Lord, Thank you, Lord. One more day. You spared my.